Welcome to the Banana and Pedro podcast. Ah! Da, 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 da. <laughs> Can't believe it's real, Anna. Can't I thought you were about it's to press real. the clap button then and make it super cheesy. <laughs> yeah, no, I was trying to work out how to turn off uh, the other thing, the music. Um, no, I can't help. I've just about managed to get the microphone to go near my face. That's I ain't got a clue it. what I'm doing. Mm. I ain't got a clue. Mm. It's fine by me. It looks pretty, though. It's lots of colours. Mm. As long as the recording's Lots of lights. Amazing. There you go. Yeah. We probably need to stop slamming stuff on the table. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're rough and ready. It's good <laughs> enough for me. right. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying about the microphone just now? I was saying that um, we've got shitty mics mm-hmm. uh, that we bought off Amazon. Yeah. But Joe Rogan's got these mics that are, like, perfect, you know. The mm-hmm. sound is just absolutely perfect like as if you were just speaking to someone and you're in the same room i feel like i want to listen to him again just to hear if it does sound natural or if it does sound like it's through a mic yeah it's five 500 pound a mic per mic ouch because he's like a billionaire he's super rich he's an evil billionaire he's got that bald head and that's a moniker (laughs) he's now got that new contract isn't it with spotify is it yes for like yeah uh, so he's he's rolling in it there's 60 trillion dollars and um, implants in all of his kids mm-hmm. uh, to ensure they never go missing. Mm. Yeah. It's clever. It's clever yeah. how they do the deals now. Yeah, I mean, he's probably got quite a lot of microphones spare. We could always go steal some. You won't know. Mm. Well, that's a, that's a that's a hard journey. You know, first of all, um <laughs> wouldn't be easy to get to uh, America, then California, mm. um, then break in. The breaking in bit, I feel, would be okay. It's the fact that I'm actually really pleased you know that it was California because I'd just turn up in America not quite knowing which state I don't think it is actually California. Do you hunt in California? No, I don't know what he does. I don't really care. He loves hunting, that's for sure. Oh, there you go. I don't know where. So, how are you? Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. What a question. That's right. It depends on the day. Well, today, now, in this current situation... Today, well, I just said to you, today was the first day that I've been driving and it felt almost normal outside. So I had the radio on, the music was going and there were so many cars around and it was sort of the area that I'd normally drive around to go out for the night. And I was driving and I was just thinking, all I want to do is drive to one of the restaurants or one of the bars or something like that. It was just, it was instinctive. I just wanted to go and do that. And I think tonight, I think I'm missing that more than anything is the normality of it everywhere else everything else of what i was doing just then felt completely normal the, the the journey the music people being around everywhere and just all of a sudden the thought of not being allowed to go where i want to just kind of hit me a little bit maybe for the first time i don't know but what are you doing out you're not allowed out in the uk we've got a, uh, a national lockdown you're not supposed to go out for more than one hour from your home each day um, and Hannah's out cruising in her car. Why would you do such a thing, Hannah? Well, because the office isn't far. What's that window down, coughing at strangers? What mm, are you up to? No, not quite. Are you going to the office? Just, just... We both know you didn't go to the office. You're trying to not incriminate yourself <laughs> on a recording. Where did you actually go? I was at my mother's. You're so full of shit, honestly. <laughs> Hannah's, Hannah's got herself a, a, well, not a brand new... But a new car, <laughs> okay. a new car during lockdown. When businesses are going bust, 
yeah, and people are getting like ready meals sent to their house that consist mm-hmm. of a banana and a biscuit to feed their children with. Mm-hmm. Hannah's bought herself a, a plush new car, which I think is the height of arrogance. Um, how's that going? Your your uh, new wheels, Hannah? How's that, how's I that? love my car. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. You're out yeah. and about in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. With the car. Good for great. you. It's not a posh car. It's a nice it's car. Not, but my old car was about 10 years old. It couldn't work out what gear it needed to be in. You know, it took about four years to pull away from anywhere. Very uncomfortable. No, I agree with you. It was a piece of shit. It, it was an to. absolute piece of shit. You could have drove a double-decker bus mm. and it would have been easier to get around the corners in that thing. I almost want to try doing that. You don't. <laughs> my granny was a bus driver. It was a mess. <laughs> Did I ever tell you you let my mum drive the bus once? No, when she was learning to drive. And um, so how the bus was then is that, well, like it is now, you know, the Perspex or the glass window, mm-hmm. and then the driver was sealed off from the main cab, you know? Mm. And um, anyway, so my mum was learning to drive. This is like back in the day when you could get away with mad stuff. In and, London? Yeah, so he, he didn't care anyway. He'd, he'd do all sorts of crazy stuff with the bus. I think he crashed it into a bridge. <laughs> he, used to just, he used to just roll the thing round at the top, put it as out of service and just blast past people at the bus. He was a horrible bus driver, you know, like he hated <laughs> doing the job. So he, he'd blast past like people at the bus stop when he just wanted to get back to the depot and just end oh. his shift. He was horrible. Anyway, he let my mum drive it. He pulled over like just a space where she could get in and start driving. And um, she it, it was a little bit different to drive than a normal car. Mm. She didn't actually have a driving license anyway. <laughs> and she and she drove this she drove this bus down the road and then they came to a bus stop where she was supposed to pull over mm. um, just before the bus stop, let him take back over, but she couldn't stop it. Mm. She couldn't stop this bus, right? Mm. So he had to, they had like a, a big emergency like brass, handbrake thing that you could pull up and he had to you know the little hole where you put your change in yeah he had to put his arm through this hole and try and pull up this handbrake <laughs> and he managed to do it and apparently the bus like screeched past the bus stop with all these people just standing there with their mouths open wow. yeah that's amazing that really that's happened. a really good story it's a pretty good story yeah you cannot imagine that happening now it mm, would never it happen. would never happen now no no it would be well there was no social media so no one ever heard of it, you know. There was yeah, it would just now, be a rumor. <laughs> yeah, it was a rumor. It was like a legendary thing. Now yeah. everyone would be on their phone. It'd be on the news. The photos of your yeah. granddad's shocked face with his arm in the yeah, thing, yeah, and yeah. your mum like, "Yeah, this is amazing." <laughs> he'd be in the news. He'd be, you know, he'd lose his job. <laughs> lose yeah, his job, yeah. My mum would be like in the sun, like cancel has come. She's driving a bus <laughs> when she doesn't even have a job. It would be a mess. It would be a mess. But back then, you know, like, it could be a legend. It was amazing. You could get away with a lot more. Get away. You can't get away with anything anymore. No. You know? They had the space to do it. Could you imagine even trying to drive in London? Like, the bus drivers are amazing to me anyway in London, as it is. It's true. It was a lot less busy. It was a lot less busy. In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s. It was a lot less busy. I wouldn't know, but that's cool. Oh, well, I know. I'm older. I'm older than Hannah, <laughs> listeners. Thanks for pointing that out, Hannah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah Carl's newer than mine. Oh, only now. <laughs> for a while, yours has been a lot newer than mine. You're still... Let's stop, ta- still let's stop talking about cars, because it's a mess. How are you? Are you how are you, how are you, are you coping? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Well, other people might think that we're, like, total snobs talking about... A car, brand having new cars car. and all that. When some people, yeah, and other people got to get on the bus. 
Yeah, that's true. That's not fair. Yeah, fuck mm. a fuck a car. Um, <laughs> what about you? How are you feeling? How is this? Be honest as well. How is it affecting you mentally? Being stuck inside all the poxy time, yeah, not being able to go to a restaurant, you can't go to the cinema, you can't do nothing, yeah. Are you going mental? Do you think you're going mental? To a degree, of course. Well, Everybody what, is. What, no, not no. You, I, me personally, I think I've had a lot of practice for this kind of situation. <laughs> Unfortunately. Explain that. We, well, I've spent a lot of time indoors and a lot of time by myself over the years. Not so much now, obviously, but teenage life and maybe a little older than that i think Why? i spent a lot of time uh so many reasons <laughs> you were like a loner <laughs> well i didn't go to school um when i was a teenager obviously we know that um not everybody knows that okay, like anybody well, listening okay. wouldn't know that i know that yeah okay well <laughs> it's really uncomfortable yeah, to talk well, about well, let's not go I into went. it now. <laughs> just let's stick back with uh, your alone. I'm just, I'm just. You, I've had a lot of time by myself. I don't. I've never had like. I was never out very much. We didn't, as a family, we couldn't afford to go out that often when I was younger. As a teenager, I didn't have the school friends to go out. Just even randomly walking around a park with. I didn't have that situation. Um, so yeah, it's only in adulthood that I'm missing. So you never drank. Kind of thing. You never drank cider in a in a park somewhere. No. No? Never. Never? No. My God. No, never. It's insane. Uh, we, we, I, I come from a very big family on both sides of my family, so I'm the youngest grandchild on one side and the eldest on the other, so I learned a lot from my older cousins on one side, and I've taught a lot to my younger cousins on the other side. And I think that was where all my alcohol experience came from, anything like that, was whatever they gave me or decided that I should try. So, so in your life being formerly quite contained and um safe yeah you're kind of you've been prepped for this effectively i've not you know we it wasn't like we were you know my mum couldn't afford to take us out everywhere all the time a park was normal going for a walk was normal in our day it wasn't that we'd be then off she couldn't afford to take us out for days out anywhere where she had to pay for tickets to do anything or anything like that we couldn't go to the cinema she i think we went out for a meal maybe once a year if 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 we could it was not like a normal situation for us to be out and about doing those things for us normality was oh at the weekend we'll go for a walk right you know or we'll go and visit this family member or that family member it wouldn't be going out to do things so I've never really needed things or stuff in that sense but for me I think I'm finding it more difficult not seeing the people your family that you're uh -huh. used to being around. Yeah, okay. I think that I find worse. I don't need the stuff. I can entertain myself. I've got plenty of things and hobbies and really? stuff to you're do. You're quite content. I don't understand it. I mean, I can imagine that like people who have done time in prison mm. might be like, this ain't, this ain't shit, you know? Mm. Like, the, I've got so many freedoms that I didn't have then, yeah. even now. Fine. Yeah. But for me... I just feel, at first, when it first started, I was like, oh, you know, I can be like, I, I, first I, I felt like, oh, I'll be like a, a gap year student, you know? Mm. I'll be like a student. I'm mm. open bar, you know? Maybe Rest. I'll smoke some weed. <laughs> Maybe I'll play video games, you know? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I, have a wang, like, watch YouTube, you know? all the, Just whatever. Just, mm -hmm. uh, just relax, you know? Life's very fast. We all work very hard. 
take it as a break. That's how I felt in the beginning, like a gap year student. Now I feel like a fucking heroin junkie. (laughs) I feel like... I feel like my whole life has just fallen away from me. Bombed away. I just can't stand it. It's mm. it's impossible for me. Yeah, I to... think I think I'm getting to that point now. I think I've coped with it all this time. I think out of it being quite a normal situation for me, um, and I've coped with it. But it's only now that we're getting round to make you know we're coming up to the year mark really effectively very very soon. And I think that that's where it's hitting me because I'm quite a hopeful person. So I've always gone, oh, okay, no, it'll be fine. Like, by then, it'll be all back to normal or at least some form of normality. Um, and I think I've just expected that to happen. So I can hold off. I can wait. I'm quite a patient person. So, yes, I'm desperate to go out to restaurants. That's my favourite thing to do. We all know that. I love food. <laughs> but I'm desperate to go to restaurants. I'm desperate to go out dancing more than anything. That I'm so desperate for. Like, me and the girls would have been out about three or four times <laughs> this year at least yeah. for massive nights out, let alone all the little bits that you do in between that kind of keep you going. Yeah. So I think we've all, gone, we've all spent the time going, it's okay, bye this date will be back to normal by this date and it just keeps getting pushed further and further back and I think that's where it's starting to hit me now we have been out though we have have been out at at certain there's been sections of time when we've been allowed out yeah and then large segments when we're stuck in and now I don't I, I don't know when I'm when I've been out, yeah. When I'm back in anymore, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. No, it's true. But I hate the feeling of being controlled in this way. Yeah. I feel like, you know, as a right-thinking adult who can go out and buy cigarettes until mm-hmm. he get, gets cancer, mm-hmm. or drink myself into a coma, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, become a professional fighter and get punched in the face until I got brain damage, is the same decision that I can make. As I should be able to make now. It's my yeah. risk, you know? Yeah. But people talk about the pressure on the NHS. Mm-hmm. And for those listening, Hannah's mother is a frontline worker in the NHS mm-hmm. from the beginning of the pandemic all the way through, dealing with the very worst of everything. Yeah. Um, part of me, you know, airs towards this side of things where I'm like, you know, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm an adult, I want to take the risk to get COVID and die. It's up to me. But I want to be free. Yeah. And the other side of it is, you know, like taking that attitude might mean that I pass it on to loads of other people. The NHS buckles. Your mum, you know, can't cope mm-hmm. probably as is, yeah. you know, without without uh, there being more. So it's a real quandary, you know. Yeah. It's like half in between, like, I'm so desperate for that freedom yeah. that I almost want to march on Parliament mm-hmm. and burn the place down. Yeah. The other half of me is like, well, actually... You know, I do have some amount of responsibility uh, for mm. for other people. So uh, mm. it's just I think it's so the fact that it's just been taken out of our hands, I think, is even worse. And I think the fact that the government don't seem to have a clue what they're doing in any respect means that it's even harder for us. If they were very hardline about it, they said, this is exactly what has to happen. This is exactly what you're going to be doing from the start. But they didn't know. But they didn't know, and no one knew. At that po- no, but at that point, exactly, nobody knew. Nobody knew. You can't no. blame the. We can't really blame the government. No, but for not knowing. If, no, no, not at all. But from that point of view, why are we one of the only countries that are going through this again? If you think about it, so at that point now, I believe that a lot of people are rebelling so much more than they were the first time. So really? many more people are, are not wanting to lock down. They're not wanting to 
abide by what they're saying just because they don't trust them. If you look mm. at Australia, they were all out having wonderful Christmas parties, all dressed up, getting drunk on the street, having a wonderful time. They were hardline from the beginning. New Zealand, hardline from the beginning. So that's what our you think. Our government were... I, I feel bad for them. They wanted to keep our independence. They wanted to it to work that way. They wanted to show us as like a free country that we're letting our people carry on and do whatever they can. But actually, in terms of the pandemic, it was the wrong decision. Yeah. Because these other countries did go... The harder route. But they, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, I mean, for sure. But I think that's why we're in the difficulty that we're in now because people don't trust the government because it, it's times like these that highlight that they're just the same as us. So yeah. why do we have to listen to them in, in that respect? Why do they... Know, they don't know any more than we do. I think that's where the difficulty comes in. Yeah. And eaten or not, you know, you're a bozo. <laughs> you know? Well, that makes it even worse because they haven't lived out in the real world. Some of the things that they say make me laugh because you can tell that they come from a place of sitting in their ivory towers, not really knowing what's going on. And you just sort of want to drag them to a local school or a local hospital or a local street, just see what people are doing and how they're responding. But you, they, they don't know. Mm, I think you're right. They're very, they're very secluded in their lives. They live yeah. in a very different bubble to actually what's really going yeah, on. Yeah, insulated. Yeah, to some extent. Sure. I think you're right. Yeah. So what do you think about the prospect of um, getting free? What would be the first thing that you would like to do? If tomorrow they said you can do whatever you want, what would you do? Go on holiday. Really? Where to? Hot, anywhere. cold? I don't oh, care. Anywhere. I don't care. Anywhere. Butlins? I don't care. Not Butlins. I'd rather not Butlins. I'd rather avoid I that. I thought you loved the Butlins. Oh, no. Adult Weekender. <laughs> 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 Only with the girls. I would never mm. pick to go there on holiday. But it's a chance to... Wait a minute, you, you've been on an adult weekend before, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, and it was a good experience? <laughs> yeah, I loved it, it was didn't, fun. Didn't, didn't some guy you don't even know Donald Trump you? <laughs> he did. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> but that was a very small moment. Well, explain, explain what I mean thing. by Donald Trump you, because some people might not know. I don't really want to say. Oh, I think no. they know, oh, I think they, they don't know. know. They don't know, they don't know. I think we should say, I think we should say that a like, perfect stranger yeah. in a dance floor yeah. wandered up to you yeah. and just grabbed you by the pussy. Yeah, kind of did. It was a little, I was moving at the time, so I was walking in one direction and he was walking in the other. And we were kind of in a line. And the, the funniest part about it is that we were all dressed up as superheroes. So my group of girls, we were all dressed up as different superheroes. We had masks on and capes and all kind of stuff. So we must have looked hilarious. Didn't pinch your bum, nothing. Just Didn't straight up. He just went straight for it. Grab a boob yeah. even. Grab yeah. a boob would be like... I was just in shock. No. And so, we were walking through a really crowded area. So by the time we like, I realised what had happened and he'd gone, I could only see the back of him. I'd, like, I'd acknowledged him coming like towards us. What do you look if like? Anyone, yeah, exactly. he good looking? If anyone had asked me, I wouldn't have a clue what he looked like. I would not even... If they so said to me... No, I wouldn't be able to... Could it have been a woman? No, it was definitely a man. I know that. It was... I know. <laughs> it was definitely a man. No, it's not a woman. You know That's what? In a, sure. in a woke world with Me Too movements, a wolf whistle is, like, forbidden. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, understandably, but still. You know, it's it's like, oh, dear, no, 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 no. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And then you pinch a woman's bum in a lift. Oh, my God, no. You know? <laughs> You know, grab a uh -huh. titty, you could be doing time. Yep. To grab a woman by the pussy. Yeah, I was just in shock. It's like, it is countermount to street rape, <laughs> but passing by. <laughs> well, you know, 
I was actually in so much shock that I was like, did that actually happen? And then I was like, no, his hand was there for too long for it to be like a walking past. What did you have your skirt on? Or did you, what? I was dressed as the Flash. So what is that? I is had that a, a I female the Flash. So a skirt or like trousers? It was a short skirt, but it had like red tights, leggings, basically. So it was a short skirt, but it was all red. Like the whole outfit was completely red. So I, I think you could probably see me a mile away because I was quite bright compared to the darker colours everywhere. But no, I don't know. He just literally just... But the funniest thing, there was, what, of six, seven, eight of us, I think. Mm. Yeah, so he could have gone anywhere, but yeah. And did, and did the other girls say this happened? No, the two, so the two girls behind me could see my reaction, but they didn't actually know what had happened. They so could how see did, something. How did you so, explain this to them? Um, I just went to Captain America and I was like... um. Jane, that guy just grabbed me. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I had to kind of explain it to her. And she was, she just turned around. She was ready to go and get him, but I wouldn't have had a clue who it was. Well, how do, no, I'm asking you, how, does a, how do you explain there, that? Grab, how do you explain that then? Oh, I, well, I'm quite a... Action? No, what's the word? What's the word? What, like showing, showing yeah, with like your shards. hands? So what? So, so wait a minute. Some guy. I made all the girls sit down. Some guy and grabs did a you by. Some guy grabs you by the pussy. What happened to me? And then you, to show what happened, grabbed yourself by the no, pussy. No, I didn't grab it. I just went, um, Jane, that guy just grabbed me, and then sort of indicated where and how, like the hand movement. It wasn't near me. I'm just going to stand there and do that, that in the, the middle weirdest of the weirdest thing ever. Why not just say that guy just touched me in like the worst place you can get touched? Uh, when you don't know them. I was very drunk. Really? Yeah, like I think the action was fair enough. Mm. I'm, I'm impressed I could tell them, really. This is a really good example of how bad this situation is because you would go back to Butlins. I would love it. That's how bad <laughs> things have been, you see? <laughs> In spite of all of this terrible stuff. That was the only you know. bad thing. It the was... rest was really good. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, I was expecting it to be bad. Well, you're quite hardy then. You got over it. Some people would let something like that completely ruin their experience. But mm -hmm. you'd go back to Butlins and that's wonderful. Yeah. Just for a good time. Get drunk and dance. <laughs> Honestly, we had the best time. We talk about it now. And that was so long ago. <laughs> and we just, we're all desperate to go back. Just like, the chance to go crazy just is so much fun. I was not expecting it to be like that. Like, I would never in a million years go to Butlins on a holiday. But now that I've been there with the girls, I'm like, oh, this is so much fun. I'd definitely go again. I've told you to come. Like, you guys should come. It'd be fun. Oh, God. Do you know what? Crazy. I just find it so tacky, honestly. I mean, the they point. do their best there. but I, I mean, you know me. I don't really go in for that kind of thing. Nobbly knees. Nobbly. Not... I always think nobbly knees, you know? Not... They still do that? I don't know. <laughs> no, they don't. No. I think you might need to know what an adult weekender is compared to normal butlins. There's a bit of a difference. Well, um, it's still the same accommodation and stuff, but the venue itself is very different. When you're there for an adult weekender, the creepiest thing is the um, all the child, you know, all the play area. Yeah. And all of the carousel things and all the little rides that they have and all of those things are completely dead. Like, no one's on them, because it's an adult weekend. No one's there. So oh, it's just, like, really eerie walking through that main bit, because people are only in the restaurants or the bars. And that whole section where the where the kids would be normally playing and families would be everywhere. They close all dead. that down, do they? It's open. You can use it if you want, but no one wants to use it. Oh. They're not there for that. So it's just, it's it's very eerie from that point of view. So but I've like... never been to Butlins before, an adult weekend, so I wouldn't really know what it was like as a family holiday. But to me, it would be very stressful is it is it uh, adults going getting drunk to get laid let's be honest i wouldn't know we were going for a girl's 
weekend. Okay, but you saw firsthand what goes on. Is that what is that what it's all about? Is it like a or is it just people uh, want to have a good time? I actually think mostly, it's mostly people just wanting to go and have a good time. Mm. I think that's the ma- majority of people are there for that. And you are, and everyone just chats with each other. You all dance. There's no expectation. There's no one like coming up and groping you or like asking for your number or Damn, any of those things. I was going to go. Now I'll put you up. Now I'm going to have to no, leave it. Everyone is literally just having a whale of a time, just dancing, just enjoying life. Okay. All struggling the next morning, and then you get up and do it again. Okay, but you, you, lockdown's finished, you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You said you'd go anywhere, but where would you like to go? Wherever is the most open and back to normal. I don't want to have to go anywhere mm, that's, that's mostly hard. restricted. So there's a lot... Well, there are some places, though. I know the experience of flying or whatever is going to be, you know, restricted. How come we keep but... seeing all these fuckers in Dubai go from oh, yeah, England? Oh, there. Well, they haven't got a mask on. They're just pissing about, you mm-hmm. know, and all the celebrities are in, like, St. Bart's yep. and in the Caribbean and all that. And like, fuck us lot, you but, know, we'll just, uh, just sit there and... They just say they're going for work. Uh, yeah, but that's bollocks. If we got on a plane with our cameras, I feel like we might get away with it. I'm not saying that we're like we, in the we're press. going for work. Going for work, my ass. That's what they've been saying. That's how they've been going. Yeah, but because they're social influencers, so you know, <laughs> sitting on a beach I, I and holding a cocktail is what they do. That is how they're getting away with it. If we just turned up with a camera and went, well, we're going for work. I thought the government said that in order for people to do that, they had to prove that their action by travelling for work was going to generate at least £100,000 worth of income for the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Or is that, can, I, can I say, oh, I'm a butcher. Mm-hmm. I'm going over to uh, Dubai, chop some meat up. There you go. Off I go. <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe not. Well, what Unless then? Already, What's well, the criteria? Well, with Dubai, that kind of job, I believe, would be contractual. So you would already have to have well, that any job. Like any job then? I feel like you would have to have some evidence that you were going there to work. What evidence have these people got that they're working then? The camera around the neck? Yeah, they just probably show their Instagram account or their oh, Facebook bullshit. account and go, look, oh, bullshit. What, what before, the, before they go? Or, I or? have no idea. They're promotions, so they just say, oh, I'm doing promotions for this hotel or promotions for this place or that place. What a load of baloney. Oh, it makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Makes me sick, them, honestly. Though. Makes me sick because it's like you know what? Fine, you know, have a good time and all that, but not not rubbing it in people's faces. You know what I mean? When when people are stuck, I in think like that's that. the worst thing. Like I, you see the newspapers and you see all these people having a holiday and esca- effectively escaping this situation. Yeah. Like uh, Simon Cowell has been on his yacht for however long, and every now and then a photo pops up of him just having a wonderful time it doesn't make me think it doesn't make me think oh I want to I want to see what they're doing today you know it doesn't instead it makes me think fuck you like how dare you the front on you the sheer goal to go away and post all this stuff about how great your life is Mm -hmm. when people's lives are worse than ever worse than ever businesses failing people you know you think that they would want to either be very discreet about mm. what they were doing and that's fine you know mm. we've all known for a very long time that you know there are classes that get to do things that others don't mm-hmm. but you keep quiet you know yeah. you have a bit of dignity about your actions mm-hmm. and then the other side of it is you know if you if you want to uh, if you want to publish something take the more high ground you know show thing, show how you can do things with what little is available to everybody else to make it interesting yeah but they don't 
It's like, fuck, it's like, screw you, off I go, look at me, I'm amazing. You were about to swear then, weren't you? You know, I was going to say fuck, but then I said screw. So I did swear. And then you made me swear. You said for screw. But you made me swear two more distinct times, which means that you are the problem. Mm. Just say it as it is. For screw is a bit of a weird word. I could get by not swearing, um, but... uh, it emphasises your point. Well, things antagonise me, and that's when it comes out, mm-hmm. you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Why not? So it just antagonises me. I'll get better at not swearing. <laughs> Give me Please time. Don't. Give me time. I I'll like tell you what will help me. I'll tell you what will help me stop swearing so much. Having better microphones <laughs> that don't make it sound like we're doing this from a car park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. A little bit like a lift, too. It's just elements of every car that goes past, it sounds like we're it sounds like we're in it. Like these <laughs> these mics are like <laughs> are just too good. I you think know? your mic is better than my bike. My mic, my bike, my mic. Really? Yeah. You haven't even got a bike. I've tried that. If bike. I, I any bike I got is better than your bike. You ain't got a bike, have you? I do have a bike. No, an actual outdoor pedal around bike. Not mm, not a fitness bike. No, not anymore. I lost it. You lost it. Who loses their bike? Hmm. Well, I didn't really lose it, but it's not around anymore. <laughs> Basically, I don't know no. what happened. That's something I haven't done in a long time. Go out on a bike. You should. I should because you know it's different, isn't it? Yep. What else have it's you different. got to do? Nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing. I should probably ask you how you're doing because you asked me about. Oh, I've already. I've already sort of said. You know, like, uh, it's it's tough, it is tough. You know, I have good days where I sort of think, yeah, okay, you know, I, I can't change it, I'll mm-hmm. fucking pick it up and, you know, get moving, come up with ideas of things that I want to do, Yeah. get creative, you know, think about... I, I try and, like, break my day up into segments, you mm-hmm. know, like, um, so that I can fill it up as much as possible yep. um, with being uh, productive. Mm-hmm. If I can... Go to bed feeling like I have been half productive in a day. It does make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of reading, you know, play video games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel like I've watched TV for a year non-stop. <laughs> Literally, my brain feels like it's been soaked in terps. Yeah. Um, and, I, yeah, just try and get through each day. On the, the days when I could be a bit productive are great. And then there's other days where I'm like, I just... The hardest thing is, is I can't find enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And in the first serious lockdown, when we was down for all those months, you know, I could still think, right, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out swinging mm-hmm. a little bit, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it lying down. I'm gonna be productive yeah. with this time, mm-hmm. utilize it for what it is. But the in out, in out, and then back in now. Now yeah. I'm like, yeah. fucking enough, enough now. Yeah. Like more than enough, you know. It's it, it's too much, and I yeah. think like, everybody feels the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, when I go to the supermarket, everybody's pissed off. Yeah. And that's literally the only thing we can do. It, that, mm, that's a really difficult one because I also think people are a lot nicer. That's true, they are. I think people are a lot There's friendlier. A lot like more where we live, around, yeah. if you think about it, before <laughs> before this situation, you'd be lucky if they even looked at, like in your direction and like acknowledged you were there, they'd barge past you, that kind of thing. Nowadays you get... Oh, thank you, and you have a random conversation with someone you'd never have a conversation with mm. in a supermarket, or just because people are happy to be out and they're just—I think people in general are a little calmer. I know everyone's fed up, but they're calmer, especially on the road. 
Mm. That's another place you notice it. They will stop and let you pass. Like, mm. and everyone's thanking each other. And that is one of the big differences. That I think has, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That has changed. That has made but everybody it, a little different. Well, hopefully, you know, something really positive that will come out of the whole negative experience is that, you know, you will definitely appreciate everything for that sure. you just took for granted before. Yeah, for sure. You'll be able to go back to something that was just mundane that might have mm. even been an inconvenience for you before. Yeah. And really appreciate, you know, what it means. How long that will last for, I don't know. No, but. yeah. That, I mean, that's what worries me because I actually like the slower pace. Not too slow. Like, we both know I like the pressure and our job has high pressure and I like that. But the way that life is just constant normally. You'd be rushing from this thing to that thing to this thing to that thing and never actually appreciating any of the things you're doing because you're straight onto the next thing that you're doing. Yeah. With this, you sit and you appreciate things. You you learn things and you you see new things that you wouldn't have the time to see. Yeah, I actually know a couple of names of flowers since my my brother and his girlfriend did my mum's garden during lockdown. I am not interested in gardening. I never have been. Don't have a clue what anything is or what it's supposed to do. I just appreciate that it's pretty looking. Yeah, but I started actually i had time to stand there and look at a flower oh, and think oh this is actually really pretty yeah like, it's like oh this is actually really pretty Cute and like chelsea flower show learned how car. to knit i think i've turned into learned a 90 year old over lockdown it's quite possible learned i learned how to, how to knit i learned a bit about gardening i did spend a lot of time in the hot tub so that's the balance i don't think any 90 year olds oh hot tub as well new car hot tub oh look at you living it up you better you better tell the audience quickly that it's an inflatable hot tub because otherwise you are going to be course. just as bad as those Instagram people. Oh God, no! People are going to be like, "This girl sounds like the a hot bitch." Tub I, <laughs> <laughs> the hot tub I bought a couple of years ago because I didn't go on holiday. Mm-hmm. Not that I've ever really been on holiday that often, like away abroad or anything like that. But the weather was going to be really good, and I knew I wouldn't get to go on an, on a holiday over the summer holidays. Yeah, and I think we'd had a really hard season, like a really hard time of it before. Well, explain. That you can't just say we yeah. had a really hard season. We work as photographers yeah, normally, so, really so we're a seasonal, yeah. seasonal business. So it's hell on earth up until the beginning of July, effectively yeah, yeah. middle of July. Yeah, that's our day job. Yeah. Why are you talking? Why are you talking about our day job? Well, so boring. Podca- I don't come on. I don't know whether this podcast is going to go live, and I really hope it doesn't. So well, it is going to go live. No, it it's is. Not. It has no, to. No, 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 it no. has to. This can come out on the hundredth episode and say this is the first podcast we ever did. And show it as like the hundredth. So you want to be a lot better at doing it before you. For sure. Yeah. I need more structure than you. You're you're a you're a winger and I'm a planner. No, I just you know what we we, you're right. It is like I need to know sort sort of a subject area. That's fine. You and I chat. We we always have done and never like stopped chatting. So it's nice to shoot the shit, isn't it? It's nice to just chat. Yeah. I just wanted to. I, I you know what? I took one look at you today and I thought. She needs a heart to heart. She's she looks like she's gonna have a full blown mental breakdown. And I feel that it's important to be able to say to her, Are you okay? Hmm. I just want normality in some sense, but I want it to be a new normal actually. I'm kidding actually, you look fine, but yeah. I just want it to be a new normal. Mm. For sure. I want well, it, it already to be is a new normal. No, but I want, like, normal, I want normal. it to go back to that, but just not quite the pace no, just, that it was. Just normal. I don't care. I want it to go back exactly where it was. I want to be able to Running get... Running around like a lunatic. Oh, no. No, no, no. Not my normal, as in just the freedom of normal. Being able to do what yeah, they I want, want when they can. I don't want to ever see a mask again. And <laughs> I, I don't. I don't ever want to see a mask again, honestly. Yeah. 
like uh, just a big pile of them in a stadium getting burned make me very happy. Mm. Um, and being able to get on a plane, you know, mm. uh, just uh, and and go somewhere and and travel around and have a great time is just everything to me right now. I'd love to be able to just see a little bit of the world. And I think yeah. that the very fact that we've been stuck in this situation has made me sort of definitely realise more that even the small amounts of time mm-hmm. that were wasted by me prior to now, really, when I could have been doing something and I didn't, mm. I don't want to do that anymore. No, I, I, want, I want to take the opportunities, yeah. you know, for what they are. It's made me want to travel more than anything. More than anything, <clears throat> I just want to see as much as I possibly can. Desperately. Experience as much as I possibly can. If this situation ever happened again, like, at least I can turn around and go, oh, but I've been here, 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 and this is where I'm going to go next. Like, I would have that to look back on. Now when I sit and think about it, I'm like, I have not seen enough. I have not done enough. Prior I've not to all experienced this, enough. Prior to all this starting, I can recall... At least two times when I've been to see a London show that is got on the train, gone down there, got the tickets, gone in and fallen asleep, mm-hmm. which is the height of rudeness, you know, mm-hmm. to fall asleep. But, I, you know, sometimes I go into Blaze's Cinema or a show or whatever else and I just, for some reason, just fall asleep. Yeah. You let me in one today. Oh, I already said, if I, I take you to one, awake. I'm buying you everything. You I, are, I'm wearing the big finger, there and everything. the yes, big foam finger. Sure. I'm going to wear the glasses, you know. I will get absolutely every want, bit of memorabilia, the T-shirt. I you're want gonna two, have of those, two of those brochures. You yeah. need one. I want yeah. two, you yeah. know. I want yeah. the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, Honestly, I'll be so involved in yeah. that show. Yeah. It'd be amazing, yeah. you know. Yeah. I already said that's definitely what you're going to be doing, and yeah. you are not allowed to fall asleep. Oh, and those poor fuckers down there have had no real support. All of the all of the things that they give in doing those shows, hmm. and yep. they've just been yep. forgotten about. And we rely on them. Really. We do. <laughs> we have done. We we have had to. Yep. You know what form of entertainment would we would we have without actors? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so about time we all get back out there and yeah, and show them. It'd be quite interesting. Tickets could be quite hard to get hold of because I think a lot of people are going to feel that way. I just want my life back. Mm. Please, God. Mm. I don't even believe in God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, restaurants, drinks, shows. People. Yeah, restaurants. I just want to hug my family. That would be lovely. Your grandparents. This is mainly you. You haven't, you haven't been able to get near your grandparents for nearly a year. They've had we to shield. To, so we went to Bali in February. Mm-hmm. I saw them a week before we went. Came back. And I made the decision then, or rather, they they'd sort of made the decision. I'd sort of said I'm going to stay away from them for a week or so, just right. just to make sure everything's okay, because it it hadn't fully kicked off by the time we came back, but it was just enough to start niggling in your head a little bit. Yeah. So I thought I'm going to just stay away just for a little while. Um, and in that week, they themselves had decided that they wanted to self isolate. They were just like, no, do you know what? Even before the <laughs> the term self isolation had really hit us at all. They decided they, co- they, they wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they decided they wanted that and they didn't want anyone around them. Um, mm. And then obviously we went into lockdown a week or two later. Yeah. And so I haven't hugged my grandparents since the beginning of February. Do you know what's really weird? Or been as in well. their house or well, know, any of those crazy. things. I haven't done any of those things. I've only seen them from the garden. And my poor nan struggled with it more than anyone. My grandpa was very much like, stay away. This is what we have to do. Like, straight up my nan bless her it is more wanting the affection and wanting the closeness so for her to be kept away from us was even harder so over the summer we went over to the house to plant 
plants that Matthew and Emily had grown um, in to put it into the garden. And she just kept coming near us. No matter what we did, she'd just come straight up to where you were and you'd be like... I said to mum, it was like I was playing it with my nan, but in reverse, like she was rushing up to me and I'm like having to move myself away. And she constantly wanted to come closer to wherever I was, she'd come. So I'd sat down at one point because I was tired. She just walked straight over to where I was sat so I had to get back up again and move the other side of the garden. So for her, the isolation of that was really not nice at all. Like, you know, she couldn't be with us. She couldn't be involved in exactly what we were doing. Although she could be out in the garden and they have a big garden, so it's not an issue. But although she could be out there, she still felt separated from us because we could all stand together and pass things to each other Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing because we were from the same household. But she couldn't. She couldn't do that. So for her, it was just as bad then. So I think for them, it's going to be a bigger deal than anybody else. Prior to... um Prior to the whole pandemic situation, mm-hmm. life, uh, especially for us, was very, very fast. You know, we yep. work very hard yep. when we have to work hard. Mm-hmm. Very long hours, very, yep. very stressful. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's relentless. You know, mm-hmm. life was at such a fast pace. And although there are benefits to that, mm-hmm. you know, if you go out, you work hard, you do well, lovely. Yeah. But um, the price is high. And there mm-hmm. were times when I used to think, oh... I used to fantasise about the idea of uh, just living in a log cabin in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and thinking, uh, you know what, screw all this. Mm-hmm. I want to go somewhere where it's just me, you know, and I'll have my books and I'll whittle some wood. Or Is it mm-hmm. whittle? <laughs> Do people call it whittling? I don't know. I think that's I the phrase. I don't know. Oh, you make shapes out of wood. I think it's called oh, whittling. Mm-hmm. Or whit, you know, I don't know. But um <laughs> I used to fantasise about the prospect of this and being mm-hmm. just this weird, you know, creature in the forest and thinking how happy I'd be, you know, when things were really slow and yeah. I'm just there and it's peaceful. Now I know, fuck that. There is no way. I mean, my what? my expectations of, like, what are my <laughs> fantasies have completely changed the now. The funniest thing about it, though... Give is me bright lights, big city. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the funniest thing about that has, that's always made me laugh is you have always said that. You've always said, I just want a cabin in the I've woods. I've always thought I it. I want to be by myself. Always thought it. Quietly, I've always thought he would never cope. He would never oh, want right. that. Oh, yeah. like, look you at you, You're judging me person. in silence. No, 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 I'm not judging. Well, you I are. I know you, so I know that that would never work for you. Well, then, if you know me so well, what would, what would work? You what would, would love work? that for, like, a week at the very, very most. Mm. You'd be, like, in your element the first few days, and then after a while you'd be like, oh, don't know what to do today. Oh, then, you know me so you, well. You, what you am I looking that. for then? What would what work? You would like a nice balance between the two, I think. Well, that's asking a bit much, isn't it? People... You know, unless you're a billionaire, you choose to live in one place. Where is it for me? What, it, where you live? Yeah, so it's not a cabin in the forest. No. It's not Bright Lights, Big City. No. I'm not downtown sure. Manhattan material <laughs> either. So where am I? Again, a mix between the two. Well, where's that? I'm not moving to Bristol, Hannah. Why would you go to Bristol? I figured it was halfway in between the two things. No. No. No? No, just a nice little village somewhere is good for you. Little village? Yeah, just peaceful, and but enough with enough access to be able to get to London or a big town where you can go out for dinner and a night out and that kind of no, thing, I think, I is more, more your scene because then you've got the balance of the two. And then okay. you can pick and choose. Okay, well, fine. Well, on that note, it's anyway. It's not really my choice. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to think about that more. <laughs> So, um, 
So the next time we do this, mm-hmm. we're going to do the we're going to do a load of um, sexuality questions mm-hmm. um, from a, a man asking a woman's perspective on things that I just can't understand, Anna. Oh, and you getting to do the same with me. So I think that'll be uh, quite a blast, and it'll be a lot more structured than this. Yeah, so I need to be awake, firstly. Yeah, yeah. okay. I need to be sharp. I may have a glass of wine, because knowing you, you're going to throw all sorts at me. Um, so a glass of wine's a good idea, but please don't be rude to me. Anna has a terrible habit of being very, very... Uh, a bit honest. too honest. No, a bit too honest, to the point of being quite narky. I've just had a little glass of red wine. Never in a nasty way. I never like it say oh you're this or you're that i'm never like that i'm no. just very honest sometimes people Some don't want to hear it i would keep to myself and keep in my head just come out I well, I don't, I, well i don't always want to hear those things and no, i find it know. very very rude so yeah, please yeah anyway That's until fine. next time oh and you'll never hear this podcast until the 100th episode yeah well you probably will but no, That's fine. No, yeah. no. just say goodbye why you got to be a bit